2: Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast. I'm Shad here with Matt and Brad. Guys, how
3: are you? <laughs> doing good, Shad. I'm <laughs>
0: probably doing better than Triple H's
3: right now. Yeah, other people not doing so well as us. Right. <laughs> right, right. Other, people, right. other people have turned their phones off. <laughs> they don't want to uh, I, get any sort of phone calls. I know
0: yeah. Um, yeah. I know the joke on Twitter with a certain crowd that, like... Um, does not blow all the smoke up his ass have been calling him triple l but i think that's even like vastly understating the amount of l's he's like eaten the last four months
2: yeah yeah it's uh
0: anyway, we'll, we'll get to it in a minute um the first thing we'll
2: do is we'll get our, our shout outs out of the way first uh first one go to collar and elbow the wrestling brand collar and elbow com. Use the promo code Four Corners Podcast. That's number four, capital C and Corners, capital P in podcast to save 10% off your order. Uh, uh, Other shout out, folks in East Kentucky are still trying to rebuild and they could use whatever help you'd be willing to share with them. So if you do feel so inclined, I would say go through Apple Shop, A-P-P-A-L-S-H-O-P dot org. They make sure that the uh, the money gets to who it needs to get to, or if you would like to go with a business that's doing a lot of really good work right now, you can go through Appalachian Apparel. That's A-P-P-A-P-P-C-O dot com. For our other shout-out, we go over to Matt. Uh,
3: That would be to Epico Cologne. <laughs> I'm going to make this joke because I always intended to make this joke, but things have changed so quickly. I'm making it now because – Uh, I don't know if I can make it again in the future, but I wanted to get hired, Shad. I wanted to apply for the position of director of Epico lore. And that's – so hopefully I get hired and be the master of Epico lore. Uh, I'm working on a new character, Uncle uh, uh, – well, let's just say Johnny, I guess. Uncle Hardy. Something. Uncle something. (laughs) And I'm going to have a mask. And I'm gonna it'll be ambiguous as to who I am, but okay. I'm go- All I'm, right.
0: I'm working on cousin. See you later.
3: <laughs> Aunt okay. See see Tuesday.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm uh. So um. I'm. It's um. See you later, alligator is my new character with an alligator mask <laughs> and monocle because the top hat would be um.
3: My my joke, of course, for those who don't know, is a reference to the fact that the WB hired a comic book writer to actually be quote director of lore that's um, for for Bray Wyatt
0: that is vastly overstating that guy's contributions to the comic book world because I looked him up and he's written like the venom holiday special in 2016 or something like that all right well
3: I mean he probably won't be there much longer Yeah.
0: yeah yeah
3: so um
2: Normally, when big news breaks, it breaks right after we've recorded and we get hit by a curse and we're in this, you know, we come to things later later than everybody else. Matt is absolutely correct. However, in this case, you would think we might have gotten hit by the curse because this whole thing started breaking last Friday. As it turns out, at the time of recording, we have just...
0: It gets juicier and more hilarious every day.
2: This is getting more and more and more wild as time goes on. Uh, Using his status as the 80% owner and primary shareholder of the company, Vince McMahon has, for lack of a better term, coerced his way back onto the board of directors.
0: He essentially... So what he essentially did, because I even checked kind of reading Google, he essentially used the tactics a company would use to hostily take over another company Mm -hmm. to take over his own company. So essentially um, they can force like proxy votes and stuff to get what they want and bypass like management and stuff. So he essentially did that. And since he has the most stocks, he can, you know, pretty much do that.
3: Yeah. And it's. he did it under the auspices of uh, working to do a sale of the company uh, and did threaten that if he wasn't allowed to be come back as like the chairman, that he would not approve a sale and he would also not approve any rights deals which are coming up and which would probably be part of uh, any sort of sale thing yeah. because there's a lot of people – we can talk about it. but There are a lot of people that are uh, t- potentially like had thrown their hats into the ring to buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'd be, we'll there's see talk it. And, about it, yeah. yeah.
0: And before we get more into it, there's going to be a lot of clickbait in the next couple of weeks trying to like give um fanboys hope that this isn't going to go through. But like before you read any bullshit anyone says, he probably did this with the consultation of a lawyer, and he is the majority shareholder. Like there's very mm. little that they can do to stop yeah. this. Like yeah. it's not because. Like,
2: What's Uh-oh. that music? What's that
0: music?
1: Who was that?
2: Who was that? it
1: free? No chance. <laughs>
2: Brad, I'm going to make you tear your hair out. Let the music play, Matt. Okay. It's boss time!
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I would kick you if I was in kicking distance. Um, so too good to let go, though. I know. The, Man, now, there is... there is there. There is an interesting little tidbit (laughs) that came out, though, that I don't think we ever knew before, and it was just kind of a throwaway line, but we found out he owns 81% of the stock of WWE,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: which I don't think we knew that exact number before.
2: I I don't think we were aware of the exact number, but we were aware of the way that WWE stock is structured Yeah. because
0: was that in the, the legal document we saw? Is that, where, that was where that we saw came the out, percent.
2: Um, that came out back around this the Saturday, initial blow up. Yeah. Like when, when the whole thing about the, um, you know, about the cover up and the hush money and that sort of stuff came up. Then people started talking about the fact that there is, two kinds of WWE stock. There is stock that Vince or the McMahon family owns, which has something like ten times the voting power as the stock that the uh to borrow an MJFism, the poorers own. And uh so it doesn't matter how much he owns eighty percent that also gives him ten times the voting rights.
0: It's like um he it's owns 800 like
2: percent of the voting rights.
0: It's like how the Democrats do their primary process. Like he oh, has the super, super delegates. Yeah, he has super delegates and like the plebes that invest in WWE can only buy delegate stock.
2: Yeah. And so, you know, uh, now he has apparently he claimed that he got bad advice that advised him to retire and he he tried to come back in december and they told him no so i guess that's what caused him to leverage this particular move
0: well i i have a theory why he came back and i don't think i don't and it's, it was mentioned in the observer but i don't think most people went there i think most people think he's crazy and i actually think he came back for what i think is a fairly reasonable reason okay which is not like a not crazy person thing. Like he handled it like a crazy person. But so, (laughs) so my, my prevailing theory, and because it's had such underlining tendrils is because of the FTX scandal and the crash, Mm -hmm. the, Mm -hmm. and so many people lost their asses on that, that, that the entertainment money and investment money is drying up. And he is worried that, if they wait too long and I think that the board was pussyfooting around too much, if they wait until like the TV deal comes back around or whatever, or they try to sell at a later date, there's not going to be near the money there. Like they might lose out on like half the value because you know, <laughs> that's kind of something that's starting to get talked about, but like the money in like Hollywood and entertainment is
3: drying up really quick. Yeah. The, the, the whole FTX thing, which I, I kind of know about, but not really. Like I, I vaguely know of it. I, I don't fully understand the repercussions of it. You probably know a little bit more than I do, Brad. But
0: it's very complicated. I, and I, I, I'll watch stuff, and then I'll be like two days later. And it's like, well, I fucking forgot like half the details of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I,
3: I, the FDX thing may have, uh, kind of exacerbated or sped things up, but. I, we talked about this before, probably offline more than, than on the show, but like the, the whole like streaming bubble was eventually going to like burst.
0: And it's yeah. bursting and I think, right now.
3: Yeah, I think the FTX thing really has probably like kind of sped that a little bit along faster than it otherwise would have. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was going to probably eventually burst. And I think part, I mean, part of that is like you've heard rumblings like even like two, three years ago that like Netflix would put out shows and may if a show like it doesn't like immediately get the downloads or the watches that they anticipated or their That's model what happened was to
0: Sandman. They, they canceled Sandman because people didn't binge watch it and they watched it over a couple of weeks instead of like two days. So they canceled I've, it because of that.
3: I think I thought I had heard they were maybe going to like give it a second season, but I'm not sure. There are shows that they have like canceled because it really is like if you don't watch it. If it doesn't become like a viral show, like within like a weekend, then that th- that's it. Like you're not gonna get another season. But that's uh, of like a hundred shows that something like Netflix does. Like maybe that's maybe like two or three. So mm-hmm. you know. But it's it. it <clears throat> Netflix has been doing that like for a while. But all these other streaming services they put out content, and I think that what what we're seeing now is that maybe it's just the model. I don't know. But the the streaming thing, it's like that's not really doing that great for a lot of people no disney's lost not...
0: billions
3: and disney is actually one that i would say like
0: has it has a real sh- justification to exist because you're talking about they can leverage a whole back catalog
3: they have yes they have all the disney movies they have disney animated shows the Simpsons. they have they now they own marvel and uh star wars so there's like all of that content movies tv shows cartoons uh mm-hmm. all that stuff new shows like they they would be in a better position to exist and create content or just have content there that you can consume than other people uh and they're not doing that great like and the there are issues that are far more at play than just like oh the streaming bubble burst guys it's like no there there's a lot of things going on but
0: they ruined it I like think, cable that's the <laughs> problem like yes that is the problem like mm-hmm. it it basically replaced cable like, and it's mm-hmm. and like what Like, cause like, so every little pissant network has their own streaming service right now and it doesn't work because, because like, even, even I'm not going to get into what I make, but like my wife and I do. Okay. We do Mm -hmm. better than the average American and we're only up for at any given time. Like if we're really bloated, we might have four streaming services and we're cord cutters because at some point you can't watch everything and you're just flushing like $10 down the toilet every month and like something like disney you'll just eat the the cost on because it's like well who cares because you know there's always something on disney plus i want to watch but like peacock like peacock
2: is i they're also hamstrung by wanting to get their own little pissant service out there that it works so poorly Mm -hmm. yeah like it is it is so bad in its interface which I know we've griped about on air before Oh, well. that times. it drives people away from it. You it's know, what's like,
0: hilarious is this was just out of the blue, but like Tim, Tim just like messaged us one day. He's like, Oh my God, this fucking peacock like thing is just the worst. And I, I just laughed.
3: Uh, it's it, to the point where just like a day or two ago, Brad, like, you know, like he, he messaged us on uh, in messenger about trying to get some old, like WWF content shows if we would like have like a, a dvd of them or some or something yeah yeah you know, somehow to hook acquire up them to a dvd
0: dealer because that's yeah, because the play yeah because he does because not they... want
3: to go through like peacock and it's not even like oh, i don't want to pay the money it's like no it's just the service the interface is just terrible and they they actively edit content too
2: and they pull stuff off there mm-hmm. so it, we in the other thing about the streaming bubble is there's there's too many of them and we're in a place now where to be competitive. You can't lock people into contracts like they could with cable bundles. People can just say, "I don't want that. Cancel it." And then the only thing that might lock you in is if you have like an Amazon Prime subscription mm-hmm. where you get Prime Video with it and other benefits and yada yada yada. But what what keeps, you know, what what is going to nail your foot to the floor and keep you in with a bunch of these? Nothing. If you don't care, There's no reason to stay put, and if folks are leaving in droves, darn, um, you know, on one hand, sure, it kind of sucks that there's stuff that is a bit more niche and maybe is not getting a fair shake. But on the other hand, it's the simple reality of the situation as far as the business side sees it. It's it's them going, well, that wasn't successful enough out of the gate. We're not going to do another one. You know what's like? Well, maybe if you guys didn't screw it up from the get-go, it wouldn't be so such a big deal. But
0: You, you know what's a real indictment on the the state of the streaming world is? Um, it got me buying DVDs after like a decade because I fucking got sick of like some show I wanted to watch or some show I was in the middle of watching getting pulled from a service and then not being able to find it again or having to buy it outright on a service or having to get an entirely new service to keep watching it. And I, some of it's, sometimes it's just like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to go buy it on DVD.
3: Yeah. I, our friend, friend of the show, (laughs) Christy Petrillo has banged the drum about actually having like physical media, uh, for like years and years and Mm -hmm. years. And I do not have like the financial resources to just, constantly be getting like dvds or blu-rays or things like that yeah i i I don't have the space to house all that stuff i need to probably like get rid of some old dvds or blu-rays that i have now but what i have done brad is i have at least like with old old wrestling content or japanese content i've been getting stuff from like ivp videos uh who, who is local to me like he's in maryland uh or from jeff lynch who we've talked about before and is like the the long term, the guru, mm-hmm. of, like uh, tape trading or DVD trading, but I've been getting a lot of wrestling stuff from them. So at least like that stuff, I know I can, I have the physical media, that stuff, so I can count on having it.
0: Yeah, I have a pile of, I have a pile of Lynch DVDs sitting here just waiting for me to, to write what they are on them. Yes,
3: it, while I also, I'll always like hi, Jeff Lynch. Uh, I will say like the IVP video guy is a great bargain because if you don't want to actually get dvds physical dvds from him like he will send you stuff like downloaded for like an iso like an iso file or Mm -hmm. the thing that's even better value i'm going to hype him again i've hyped him before but uh for five bucks five bucks literally like the cost of like a starbucks coffee you can get uh he has a patreon and it drops every the first of every month in which he'll drop uh into like a drive he'll drop um it varies in how many shows he puts on there or, or DVDs he puts in there. Like as ISO files, uh, which you could then watch on your computer or burn to your own DVD. It's like two dozen, at least Uh, the value is insane for like five bucks a month. month. That's like insane. Like, and I I think that that's to me, like, like that's what you got to do kind of nowadays. Like you don't know what's going to happen. Like streaming services, they just yank stuff off at their whim. They edit stuff. Or, you know, like,
0: nwa they just unilaterally cancel your subscription and move to youtube with no like subscription options because they're I, fucking dumb
3: i have i i had like a, a year-long membership for the nwa uh, from my fight tv app and i signed up for that i think in like march of last year i looked today brad i actually i still have access to that content i guess for another two months yeah but they've buried it so basically like i had to go search for it and once I pulled up, a, a, like, a pay-per-view, because I was supposed to have access to, like, everything, or at least, you know, until my year-long subscription, and I do technically still have it, but I, it's not where I can, like, just see it, because there's a section in Fight where you can see, like, things you've, quote-unquote, purchased, and includes includes, obviously, like, stuff like an annual subscription,
0: mm-hmm. it has
3: that in there, and that, it's totally disappeared, I had to actually go hunt for N.W.A., and actually, like look for pay per views or look for that content. And then when I pulled it up, I could still watch it. So I have to, like, if I if I want to watch stuff from like the last year, I'm gonna have to like I guess watch that quickly. You but, know,
0: I don't. There was a point where I enjoyed the NWA. I don't know what Corgan's we, doing because he just has progressively gotten dumber and dumber and dumber with how he handles that company.
3: Yeah, yeah. Hey, three years ago, we were like hyped for it we did like a a show talking about it and it's
0: no, we did, we did, we did, we did TV. We did two pay-per-views and I think we were pretty down for doing like every pay-per-view they were going to do like as a review, like we were all putting money down for it because we were enjoying the product. Like that one with the TV title tournament was like a good freaking show. Yeah, it was
2: long live the, uh, long live the question mark. Yeah. Um, But yeah. I'm going to go back to what you were saying about physical media for a second. It's when my wife is one of those people that really enjoys the office, that's great. And then Mm -hmm. the whole thing comes it's leaving Netflix and all this sort of stuff. And it was around the time of her birthday and I was at the store and I look and I see like the box set sitting there and I'm like, easy enough pickup. So I did that for her because at the time it was an easy thing to do, but like, they pulled Deep Space Nine off Netflix. Like, I'm not signing up for Paramount Plus. Even if I love Deep Space Nine, I'm not signing up for Paramount Plus for it. It's not going to happen. And now, thankfully, a bunch of these are dying. Or, like you said, they're committing suicide with what the NWA is doing because they're moving from where they had their fan base. We're going somewhere else. And it's like, well, bye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah.
0: You You want to know a funny side story to all this? So I was digging mm-hmm. through some stuff because I'm still, I'm still trying to, we're still trying to get stuff out of the storage shed, and move into this house. But I was digging through something, and I had bought it last year, I think, on like Black Friday, and I totally forgot I have it. I just pull out like the complete Batman the animated series on Blu-ray. I'm like, oh, I didn't know I had this.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not signing up for hbo max to watch my you know uh, bruce tim dc anime it,
3: it's not gonna happen nobody I, cares i have hbo max but that's just because we we wanted when we signed up for cable like at this point like two years ago two plus years ago like we mm-hmm. wanted to have hbo and it just made more sense to just sign up for HBO Max.
0: They're taking stuff off like at an incredible rate now. They even took they're even taking off HBO originals so they can sell them to other services. And I think they just took Looney Tunes off.
3: Well, that's that's the thing. It's like it I I do think that it's it's perfectly it's like the what the law of natural selection. It's like there will there was always going to come a time Where some of these streaming services just go the way of the dodo, like they're gonna Mm -hmm. they're gonna die out. Uh, It's just that it's curious because like there's some that I expected I would expect to go like Paramount, Uh, but things like HBO Max, like I would not expect that to be like having issues because there's a lot of stuff that HBO Max like could have on there. Like just even if it's just the HBO shows, it's like Mm -hmm. like that alone.
0: HBO's biggest problem though is Warner Brothers is broke. Like,
3: oh, yeah, they're
0: they're dangerously broke. Like, I don't know if they even have a couple years left in them.
3: Well, I mean, for example, uh, Chad has talked about how he loves loves, uh, Shazam and you probably know this, but the second Shazam, the Shazam sequel, not Black Adam, but it was supposed to drop like in twenty twenty two at the like the end of 2022 and it got moved to i think like the end of 2023 yeah. and for no other reason 2023 yeah yeah for no other reason that they have no money to yeah. actually market the and, damn thing and the two it's movies done.
0: it's finished and the two movies they released bombed because they released black adam which lost money but then the other one they went with was that that olivia munn like movie that just like they spent, like, $70 million making, and it made, like, $2 million at the box office or something ridiculous. I
3: don't even know what you're talking about.
2: I, I don't either. I mean, they, she's they, a recognizable name, but she's not something you can hang a whole
3: movie on.
0: She, like, directed it, and it was, like, a total, like, shit show and, like, all this stuff.
3: Wow. But who else was in it?
0: Uh, Shia LaBeouf was, because there was some big, like, falling. Okay,
3: it's... Not. What? Oh no no no! I don't think you're saying Olivia Moon. Was you mm. mean like Olivia Wilde?
0: Oh yeah, I get them confused. Oh. Okay. It, okay.
3: This this I I don't I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of it, but it was uh that had all sorts of issues. Olivia Wilde, because it was supposed to be Shia LaBeouf.
0: Yeah, and she like and single-handedly she, like destroyed her image like directing this movie.
3: Oh, he um she like removed him. Well, she she removed him, but it she tried to be like oh well. You know, he – because he has issues. The kid – the guy is, like, bipolar, and he's had a lot of issues before with with people. Um, But he – I guess he had, like, a scheduling conflict or something, so he was always going to, like, leave the movie. And he, like, had receipts that he released. Oh, yeah. She tried to spit it, it's like, oh, well, I I had to remove him because, you know, he he made other people, like, female co-stars uncomfortable, which is totally, like, making him seem like he's a complete sex pest. Like, why? But he had receipts where it's like, no, you – like, I – I left because of a, like a, a scheduling conflict and you try to convince me to not to like not leave. And here's the receipts. Here's text messages, these other things I have. And then she replaced him with uh, with Harry Styles, the singer. Oh, who at oh least. God. At least at the time was her boyfriend. I mean, he still be, I don't know. Yeah, man. and there was and, a whole bunch of uh, freaking drama around that. Too. There was a lot of drama because uh, she did destroy her image, Brad. Like she, it, it basically people like on the set like burned her afterwards, where they were kind of saying like, yeah, uh, she was actually more focused on like making out with him than actually directing the movie. It, it just
0: weren't there like they, unsafe they working well. condition like allegations in there too.
3: I don't know. I, I, that part I'm not sure. I know Harry she's Styles single-handedly like, like. Harry Styles is a good singer. I actually do think he's a good singer. Um,
0: not a good actor.
3: No, I, not a good actor. <laughs> from what I've, for what I've seen.
0: Yeah, sorry. Awkward. I get the I get the Olivias. I get the Olivias mixed up. Okay.
3: Olivia Moon is the one who stole uh, John Delaney from his wife and then has proceeded to have a kid with him. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Um. Uh, I, in my head, I'll label her as G4 Psylocke because that gives me a
0: why
2: way of remembering.
0: You know, 2022 is interesting because that was kind of the year of the the bomb.
2: See, Warner Brothers being broke, I think that's why they had everything. Like, all of the Black Adam promotion was on The Rock's own
0: that's cause they had no social money. media.
2: And they had no money for it, and so it didn't reach as far like the the yeah. whole release and promotion
3: of that being a giant mess is accurate a, I, I don't I don't blame the rock i don't it's not even like a movie that should have bombed it bombed because it's like the literally the rock was like trying to carry the whole weight of that on his shoulders to his own like social media following
0: and yeah, I mean Disney had some real whopper bombs this year
3: oh yeah uh. I mentioned this the other day in our group chat, like uh, mm-hmm. *Strange World*. Uh, there, there came like a, you know how like sometimes if you have like an on, und- like not, I guess like a cable service or something, like, where like right they'll do like a, s-
1: pop yeah, it.
3: they'll do like a screensaver and it's like, like a, just one like still or something that's really just like marketing promotion of a film or a TV show. Yeah, and you'll see it like it, something for *Strange World* came on uh, on our TV like in that like screensaver capacity. And my wife is like, what's that? I'm like, oh, that's like, that was one of the the big Disney animated movies this year. And she's like, I heard nothing. I haven't, I don't even heard of this. I'm like, yeah, it did like bomb horribly.
0: They spent, they spent something like $160 million making that. And I think it made like $50 million.
3: That's like worldwide, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because they were doing the math on some show and it might be their biggest bomb like ever. Purely like pure dollar wise
3: meanwhile if you have never seen it uh turning red whereas my daughter calls it red panda okay (laughs) it's it's on my to-do list it looks cute i think that that came out uh this year i think it will not like march march or april yeah it came out like in 2022 and it actually is a cute movie
0: it's a Mm -hmm. pixar though isn't it
3: it's pixar so it's 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 Disney in the sense that Disney like owns Pixar, but it's not. It's but it's more. It almost seems more of a Disney movie than than other stuff Disney's putting out right. lately. It is a. It's it's a funny movie. It's like a cute movie. It actually has like some, a couple of like faux boy band songs that are actually like really catchy. Okay. Um. And the the hilarious thing is the the people who wrote that those two songs. Mm-hmm. It's Billie Eilish and her brother Phineas, and you're like, what? Because it's so boy band, it's like this not like Billie Eilish's music at all. Uh, but that's who wrote it, and it's actually like it's it's a good movie. I recommend it.
0: It's wow. It's okay. actually that's speaking of Warner Brothers though. Uh, Disney's massively in debt, and they've really devalued their entire animation division with the streaming. So they've kind mm. of they've kind of gently screwed themselves over. I think going forward. They're it, they're pretty much they're pretty much like a couple of bad park years away from being in like serious serious trouble.
3: Disney? Yeah. Yeah, they well, I've been I 2022 I went to Disney like twice. Mhm. Uh, Disney land in California and in my opinion like the things have gone downhill a lot.
0: Mhm. And that ridiculous Star Wars like hotel they did that was like really overpriced completely like ate shit. It's
2: it, that that cracks me up because that's a you that's a hotel where you are supposed to live like you're in the Rebel Alliance. Never mind the fact that living in the Rebel Alliance means that you're on the run and hiding and, all the yeah, time.
0: like I don't, I don't want to pay nine thousand dollars to have a poo bucket in my room. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know what? What the? I, I, I am baffled by the thought process. At least, like, at least,
0: I might, I might pay that for like Java's palace and some like blue hookers. But I mean, <laughs> not like, not. I'm gonna live under a bush and get bitten by snakes all night, right? So. <laughs> It it
2: there is so much greed that is at play whenever it comes to a lot of the the stuff that's been going on that it blows my mind.
0: Oh, they're trying like, to they're trying to squeeze every ounce of juice out of that Star Wars corpse. Because Star Wars is dead. They killed it. I mean, the last vestiges they killed off with Obi Wan this year because that Andor show was actually supposedly good, and like literally mm-hmm. no one watched it.
2: I, I I'm just at this like place of bafflement where it's like, what, what are you guys doing? Why why are you doing this? Well, we got to make more money out of it. Like, why? I, I you won't... understand that if you have a golden goose, you don't kill it.
0: Well, see, but, they, they, but Chad, they they made a trilogy of movies and they did not plan any of it out whatsoever.
3: That's really unforgivable. It's it's the
2: venture capitalist mindset blows my mind because it's the, we're going to pick this thing up, we're going to wring everything out of it and slit its throat well, on the way out.
0: Well, no, so ve- we venture money. venture capitalism is gambling. That's like professional, like, corporate gambling because the idea of venture capitalism isn't milking it it's we're going to we're going to throw a little bit of money in a lot of pots and see if we get blackjack on any well, of well no
2: because they get because they'll acquire stuff like what happened to toys r us they acquired a store that was popular that had a layout that people liked, that had you know big service stuff and then they cut costs and cut costs and cut costs and cut costs and cut costs until nobody went there anymore because well, it was a hassle to go. Actually,
0: what happened to Toys R Us is they did the worst thing possible. They did what's called a leveraged buyout. So they pretty much like – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher what it essentially is. But they essentially bought Toys R Us with its own debt, which then put them in an insurmountable hole that they could never get out of because when you see something's leveraged – when you see something's a leveraged buyout, that always means it's – it's done for.
2: But you you hear about that sort of stuff all the time. It's the make money at all costs thing. It's like you know if you took this thing and left it alone, it would just keep making money for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not going to be the giant quarter that's coming up, but it would still mm-hmm. make money for you. But instead, there's this focus on we've got to make this much money off of it, right? We've got to have this yes. many returns right
3: now. That's something that really—I'm not anti-capitalist—but that's something that really frustrates me about like an aspect of capitalism is that it, once like corporates get corporations get involved in stuff, I, that's that's when it becomes less about people care about actually like uh, content that's being created or the quality of, of the product or service that you're providing. It just becomes like, oh, what time is it? Okay, first quarter. We got to have X number of of revenue streams this year.
0: It's make that point.
3: money. It's like it, we see that in like the video game industry all the time. It's like, oh, this game has got to come out, and it's a game that's like nowhere near finished, and they rush it well, out It's, um, it's broken. That's like fix it with like a hundred patches down the road. But it, hey, you know they had to come out so they can get their quarterly profits.
0: It's this new um, it's this new kind of. Philosophy. I don't know what the what I want to call it. So there's this kind of like attitude of perpetual growth that all these companies have mm-hmm. developed over I want to say this century, um, because I don't think it was as much there when I was in like high school and college. Mm-hmm. But there's this like idea, and video games are really like it's really biting video game companies in the idea, because these people are buying in on these industries that are growing really rapidly, and they think. These companies are going to grow forever, but I don't understand why people think that because everything has a market cap eventually. Yeah. Like you, if you're growing rapidly, like you're going to hit that ceiling forever because there's only like, it's like all those, um, it's like all those live service games that have bombed the last couple years. Mm-hmm. And everyone like wants to cash in on that. But, it, and it's like with the MMO craze that, you know, when this happened too. it's like, there's only so many people with so much time and, if like It's like when people are trying to beat WoW. It's like they're all playing WoW. You're not going to mm-hmm. get like a significant enough portion of those people to sustain your game.
2: I mean, WoW doesn't even stay consistent. WoW has waves to it. No. A new expansion comes out. A bunch of people re-up their subscriptions. And then they beat everything there is, and they turn off their subscriptions. And it's like, oh, new update coming, new stuff. Oh, going to re-up my subscription. And
0: they don't even then. Get, yeah. So what happens now is they check out the expansion and then they go back to playing final fantasy 14
2: or, or whatever. And it, it's been like that for a number of years. You, everybody will be all in until they get through all the new content. And then after that, they'll be like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to go get into something else now. And I'm not, I, I'm not even really going to give blizzard much credit because good God, that place is just a, just yes. a nightmare in a can. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the like you said, the idea that it, it, it has to be persistent, consistent growth, and it's like you you really are missing a lot here. Like, you get there, right? You, you, you're actively killing yourselves to do this in a way that you should not be. Like, the, you are killing your own market behaving this way.
0: No, it's been it's been a problem the last decade with a lot of these things. It's kind of it's kind of how crypto eventually died is because all these companies got on board and didn't realize like crypto is just a Ponzi scheme. And then it all crashed and everyone lost their money because because FTX was a big deal. But like all of crypto crashed this year.
2: Yeah. And there's. What FTX hired the guy when Enron was falling apart? They hired the same guy,
0: and he said it's worse it, than Enron,
2: right? And, and maybe this is mean of me, but I I got too much of a laugh out of the fact that you know Tom Brady threw away everything he had in his life for one more season, and as it turns out, that one more season uh, he 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 and he he lost a whole bunch of money. In FTX, so it's like, wow! Not only are you having a garbage season, but now you've lost a whole bunch of money too. I hope it was worth it.
0: You, you know what's um, gross about that FTX thing is that dude's still getting puff pieces written in like mainstream newspapers and shit.
2: Yeah, the, about him being some kind of, I don't know.
0: Yeah. He um so the the side thing of that, and I think that's why he keeps getting the puff pieces. So he's in this like weird culty thing people like in his stratosphere seem to be in called effective altruism which is a very um have you ever read much about it
2: oh yeah he admitted that that was a uh that was basically just for pr purposes
0: well no he he does believe that but like that's kind of what effective altruism is so like effective altruism kind of the the general idea of it is well we're gonna help poor people by getting super rich and then you know they just kind of forget about the poor people after they get all their
3: money it's to me it's all like a, it's all a gimmick yeah it is. yeah yeah it's, it's a marketing gimmick that's yeah, all it is it's just it's,
0: trying to dress up like greed is it, 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 it's, it's
3: it's 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 just that like a gimmick in so many ways like mm-hmm. it's it and this is not any particular like political persuasion because people on both sides say I'll do it but it, it's always just like do something that you know it's like oh I can pat myself on the back and feel good about things like I did this and it's like they don't like maybe like a fraction of good things and you the rest is just greed it. and it's, even yeah. darkness
0: it's like, the, it's like the hippie version of like the, mm. the mega churches where the pastor is driving like a $200,000 car in every day and
3: that is actually like a great analogy because that really that really kind of is like what i'm thinking of in the sense that it's very much like that that's why i had like such revulsion towards all this stu- stuff because it really is just like that it's like you know everyone sits in the pews and they offer their tithes to the church and you know the, well, the the slick preacher like gives a big smile and it's like thanks to everyone and then he goes afterwards and gets in his like hundred thousand dollar automobile and drives off to his big mansion and it's like yeah. this doesn't add up if you're just a yeah. man of god like shouldn't you be humble shouldn't you have yeah. like a very humble yeah. abode like a humble car or whatever like that and it's like you know all the all the tammy faye baker jim baker stuff back in the day it's like, yeah yeah you knew that there was all sorts of graft and corruption going on and that's we've kind of as our society has kind of moved away from religion, it's the same. That sort of graft and corruption. It just it's the same.
0: It's been, that, same. Way. I mean, it's been same. that
3: way for decades, but now it's just it's in, the same
0: shit. It's a, it's yeah. all the same shit. Like that's what I find is hilarious about a lot of that stuff. Because you'll see people bring up rightful things that they that they have a problem with, with organized religion, and they'll bitch about that endlessly. But then they'll turn around and get into like the woke stuff. And then they act the exact same way they would act if they were in, if they were the the church lady. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And it's like, it's just like, it's just, it's just funny how much like religions ingrained. Either you go to like a well-established religion or you just do the same shit under like a different name and think you're like different.
2: It was funny. um, I know this isn't exactly a definitive source, but there was a Tom Clancy book I read way back in the day. Uh, it was *Bear and the Dragon*, and there was this guy who um, had set up. Basically, he had set up a mole through the secretary of one of the the members of the Politburo or something like that, and she would tell him, "She go, oh no, I go to the uh, I go to the meetings, I go to the the party meetings all the time." But I sit there and I try not to go to sleep and I try and, and nod my head when I'm supposed to. And I'm like, so it doesn't matter what you follow. You have people who are there because this is what I'm supposed to do. And it, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, there's there's a reason that true believers is a term.
0: Well, I mean, um, yeah, it's true, because look at look at like social media now. And it's one of those things um, I wish people would realize with like the gym. Well, I think they've started to realize with the gym cornets of the world though, is because there's a lot of people online that think if they spout off, like what is like the checklist, right? Opinions right now that then they can be like as terrible of a person as they want to be. Mm-hmm. And, and like, it's like, well, no, like you're just doing like what you would have a problem with, like, you know, hypocritical or religious people doing. Uh, but you know, there's just, there's a real problem, I think. And it's, I think it's always been there, but I think it's extra prominent on social media where it's just like just because you have the right opinions does not make you a good person.
2: It's yeah. it's using social capital to buy indulgences
0: yeah, basically. Essentially. And it's... yeah.
2: That, that's what that Cause, is. Cause so we, we were
0: talking about Vince McMahon. Well, I, I wanted to finish my <laughs> thought real quick, but it's like okay. we, we live in a society that's extra bad right now where like words are more important than actions. And that's where I really get like frustrated with people. It's like, no, I don't care what you think or what you say. Like, I want to see what you do. Yeah.
3: Well, I'll circle it back to, to wrestling and then shadow it. We'll get back on topic. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly right. Bragg, like there are people that just because they like mouth the platitudes that you know, certain people like to hear. It's like, oh, they're a good guy. It's like, and I'll give the, the example. It's like CM Punk. It's sure. CM Punk. It's like, you know, he would say things that people like to hear. Oh, look, he's he's wearing like a pro-abortion T-shirt. I'm not making a political stance on abortion. Don't get yeah. heated. I'm that's just no, saying, like, no, he would bad. wear that. People like, oh, look at that, how progressive. And then he's just like an asshole behind the scenes. Like, yeah. fuck, like yeah. went fucking crazy yeah. over a, a workers' rights hangman promo uh stood on that for months and then he just blew it up like horribly and, compare that to someone like chris jericho chris jericho gets like heated because he uh, allegedly he or his wife i guess allegedly have like i think i think it's supposed to be like right wing views i don't know because it's like it's always like disputed
0: and but he but he can delve just, li- he has strong opinions and sometimes he does brush against i think like um I think he brushes against like except especially during the COVID thing people got extra sensitive and mm-hmm. like you had to like follow a certain guideline to yeah. things but like he doesn't okay. necessarily espouse things like you know he he does have like some religious beliefs that he doesn't like hide either
3: mm-hmm. so let's just let's generally kind of i guess kind of softly categorize him as perhaps like right leaning maybe mm-hmm. that's his politics oh, yeah. yeah uh And so people give him a lot of, like, grief for that, like, online. these like, on Twitter and stuff like that. And all I see from that dude is, like, him – oh, look, here's a charity he's donated, like, $10,000 to. Here's, like, an indie show that he just – he just was at PWG's, like, BOLA, Battle of Los Angeles. He showed up. He'll he'll show up to, like, indie stuff. He'll have – he'll talk about people. It's, like, positively um... and hype them up. He puts – he jobs to people. That the player from over. Buffalo,
0: he donated to his GoFundMe. Yeah. He misspelled his name after donating five thousand dollars, and he just donated another five thousand so he could spell mm-hmm. his name right. Like,
3: yeah. It's like he actually puts his money where his mouth is, even if someone like, well, we like his, you know, right-leaning views. It's like, okay, you don't have to. No one's asking you to, but I will give Chris Jericho credit. Like he's not just mouthing platitudes. He's actually going out there and actually, you know, he's putting his money where. his... Yeah, he's you know. doing it. He's like actually donated $10,000 to a charity and that's by far not the first charity he's ever donated to. I mean, part of the reason why he's doing an angle with uh, Daniel Garcia is because way back in the day Daniel Garcia was an indie guy that he had never met before. He just heard like, oh, this guy was in like a bad car accident with a couple other uh, indie workers. He's going to have, he like broke his, I think Daniel Garcia like broke his leg. It's like, all right, he's going to be laid up for a little bit. He's going to have to recover. Chris Jericho is like like basically blindly just donated money. like And I yeah. mean like substantial money like thousands of dollars to this guy's like recovery.
0: I think he mm-hmm. gave Dan Housen like a couple grand when he broke his leg.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know, but I am not i would not be surprised by that. It's like he actually you know, does things that are actually truly charitable. So it's like it's not just platitudes and like people who just talk the talk and like they they're they they're given like, you know, head pats and everything like that. It's like, well, it's more it should be more than that
1: yeah
2: and the funny thing is that the people who say the right words and never follow through on it they're seeing they're seeing a lot of pushback because especially young people right now are straight up not having it they're like no 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 you you don't get to just come in and say the right words you've got a you've actually got a to step too and we got a long way from Vince, didn't we? Um...
0: (laughs) That's another problem I have with, especially people of my generation that want to like fun police things now with young people. It's like, it's kind of like what, um, it's kind of what the first world's also doing to the third world right now with um, environmental stuff Mm -hmm. where it's Mm -hmm. like, well, we had our fun, but no, you have to you can't have fun. Like you have to yeah. you know, no weed, like you can't you can't cuss and you can't do this or that. You know, no sex. It's like with the first world, it's like, well, no, you can't have electricity or air conditioning <clears throat> because that's you know, that's bad for the environment. But oh, well, you know, we can still have it because
3: uh, because we already have it. That's like in this country when people who are you know, affluent or have money. They're they're in like the upper echelon. And no, I mean by like a millionaires, they can just be like in the top like five percent. They can make like just a few hundred thousand dollars a year or so. But they make they'll make uh, choices that get pushed onto people either locally, like at a state level or city level. And it's stuff that you know it's going to exponentially disadvantage people who are at the lowest income levels.
0: You mean like yeah, how California is banning anything that's not electric car, so like anyone that's not rich won't be able to drive in 20 years, or buy a car yeah. in that state in
3: 20 years? Yeah. and it's like, well, who do you think's gonna that's gonna affect guys? It's like, mm-hmm. like someone who is only making, let's say, thirty thousand dollars a year, like they're not gonna be able to buy like a fifty, uh, sorry, more like eighty thousand dollar electric car and then charge that up. Like, how are they gonna do that? Yeah. It's and it it's dumb, but it's like, oh, look, we went fully electric. It's like. Like, what are you doing, guys? You're gonna you're affecting so many people. Yeah. And how are they supposed to get around? Are supposed to, like, just bike? Bike everywhere?
0: <laughs> yeah, because you know what's crazy about that, though? Is in, that one representative pissed me off that was, like, she drove her electric car to D.C. or something. And it's like, yeah, we can't afford that. Like, you know, like I said, my wife and I do okay. We, we both drive $20,000 cars. Yeah. Like, we drive subcompact, like, Honda fits.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, not to be too much, but I drive a 2006 because, frankly, that's the best choice for me to drive. Yeah. Um, it's a 2006 Toyota. It holds up like a champ. But uh, guess what? Um, that was a decision I needed to make because that's
0: so frankly where we are. Yeah. It's like the it's like that Simpsons episode where like, Nelson laughs at that guy and he chases him down like, this is the biggest car that I could afford. Yeah. So, Vince. Um, so, so I want to congratulate Triple H after six months of finally getting an angle over.
2: I, I, I Admittedly, this is a joke stolen from Reddit, but uh, <clears throat> uh, Vince McMahon is the biggest return of Triple H's reign. Um, yeah. Or the most successful not the... And biggest, I guess, but... So, uh,
0: do we think Triple H survives a week because Stephanie just resigned? I don't think he's long for this world. I don't Triple know. Triple H? Yeah.
3: Yeah, he's... It, I actually... I know nothing. All I do is read the reports like you do, but just reading the writing on the wall. If his wife just literally, like, hours ago, resigned as a co-CEO, mm-hmm. like, the writing is on the wall. Like, you think he's going to continue? No, the, he, and you have idiots like the guy from uh, from the UK, Lewis Stengor or something like that. He's like, oh, Vince is he gonna come back creative. Like he would cause all sorts of problems. Like the board would be mad at him. It's like, dude, he, he has control. Like he can do what he wants yeah. to. He's gonna come back as head of creative too. Like but it's it, just a matter of time.
0: I don't mean, I mean, it won't <laughs> be good if he comes back. It'll get worse. But I don't think, I don't think creative currently is good enough to dissuade him from taking it back over.
2: Mm, yeah, that's a.
0: Because the problem, the problem is, I think if he was doing a good job, Vince might stay away. But that's kind of the thing I've said is he rehired all these people that Vince didn't see anything in, and um, let go, and mm-hmm. all of them have failed. All the people he brought back failed. It
3: yeah, not, they they had not been good.
0: Even Braun and Bray have largely failed
3: bray it's i don't i don't know what they're doing i i really don't know i suspect i suspect that it's a
2: okay you got screwed in the past so okay we're just gonna have you like do your thing and there's nobody putting pressure on to be like hey we've got to have some movement by this day this time
0: he's been back since october
2: right and it's like we need to have something you we need to have A match by I don't know -hmm. January.
0: I feel sorry for Eli Drake for having to carry this.
2: I'm just saying, you know,
0: it's a like I know I know you're a fan of his and stuff. No, no, no,
2: I'm not defending. You got to understand, I'm not defending this. I'm saying, for God's sake, man, you have you can't just not do something. You've got to do something.
0: Yeah, and we're not getting much
2: of something.
0: I, I don't get the Uncle Howdy thing. It's just him in a top hat.
2: I I actually I
3: don't think it's him. I think that it's Bo Dallas. <laughs> uh yeah, it's that's the rumor that it's gonna be Bo Dallas.
0: Oh God, but that's I'm not even watching a, it. That's gonna be a fiasco. I, there
2: was there was a guy was a big, I patterned one of my gimmicks after the guy. I'm not even watching right now. I I just
0: I don't. What I don't understand about it is you brought Bray Wyatt back to be a draw and um you know to do stuff and he has not wrestled a match yet. He's barely on TV. The stuff he does isn't like good. Like so you you squandered like what you brought him back for. Mhm. It's just it's crazy.
2: It, it there it was there was no that's what I mean is you you had I'm I'm like you there had to be a deadline on this. We've got to have something by this date. You and whatever it takes to get there, you need to push for it cuz frankly we're waiting too long. And you know, we we've got to have something.
0: Brian Alvarez made a good point that they are they've just put themselves in a terrible landmine situation with Sammy and Cody. Okay. So because Sammy has gotten a lot of support and people are really into like his angle. And if you don't handle that right, they're going to freak out and rebel against Cody, like challenging Roman Reigns at Mania, because they're gonna want Sammy. And I don't Uh, think they even realize that they put themselves in that that spot.
3: I'm not I'm not quite sure about that. But potentially i could see how that happens yeah
0: but i I, but i mean think about it like this like cody is a star <laughs> but like if you were super invested in the product and like the only thing you care about right now which by crowd reactions is the only thing anyone cares about is the sammy Zayn bloodline thing and then if they just cast him to the side so cody can challenge for the title you're going to be a little pissed off because you're going to want sammy to get like his shot yeah like they've essentially recreated the Daniel Bryan thing and I don't think they realize that quite yet.
2: There is a way out of it. Yeah, give there is the title. a way. Well, have have him win one and have Cody win the other one and end the Roman experiment, right? Like doable thing. They I, won't,
0: but they're, they're going to you're going to be stuck with Roman I think past mania because Matt's been bringing up this thousand day thing and they love their meaningless records.
3: Yeah, they. Yeah, I, I initially thought like it was a for sure thing it was going to be that Roman would be dropping one or both titles uh, to Cody, probably, because I figured Cody would be Cody and w- at least one of those. Maybe it's like two nights in this year, right? I
0: think, I think so. I think, yeah, I think they're one. the only company that hasn't learned yet. Because even New Japan gave up on.
3: Yeah. And I Wrestle think Wrestle
0: Kingdom was the better for it. I think
3: 2024 it's going back to like one year, but this year I think it's still two nights for of Mania. I I think one of those nights it's it's gonna you know the rumor is that it will be Cody and um, and Roman, and I would I would have thought like for sure like this is how this is Cody's big like coronation like he's gonna win yeah um but what people pointed out I saw online they're like oh well a uh, Roman's at like 850 something days as yeah. champion, and like they want him to be like a thousand day, at least a thousand day reign. And it's like, oh my god, like, that's gonna push that. Could we like, please pass. not?
0: The problem is though, the, the second I don't, and I, I don't. They've never realized this. The second you job Cody to Roman, Cody's gonna lose all that momentum. Like no one's gonna care anymore because he's just gonna be another statistic to the Roman. Another
3: guy. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the other, uh I guess, the way you could do it is that you could just have one of the titles. You could be like that Cody's going to win whichever the one Roman has had the least, like the less time, which I think whatever title that was, he won at Mania last year. Yeah, it's the only this Yeah, this is only like this title, and he continues on as champion for the other one. Yeah. But this is the same thing like if, a while back when they had like that pay-per-view uh in scotland clash of the castle and it's like yeah. you should have had drew win the title and yeah. you won't because you're you're in theory building up to like a, this big rock mania match which who even knows if that'll even happen at this point
0: i don't think so i, I never I think
3: thought it was gonna happen because
0: what made me think that's not gonna happen is um meltzer sounded very sure of it over the summer Mm. And if you listen to him now, like his language has changed a lot to pretty much the Rock's going to do what the Rock's going to do. And I, I just don't think. And the other thing is, like, if you've, if you've seen Rock lately, we've talked about this, like he's not mm. in wrestling shape.
2: Yeah, no, he is in cosmetic shape. Yeah. But
0: I was certain it was never going to happen
2: because there is is two, there is no way that the insurance that somebody has on him would let him do it because the last time he did it he tore his hip flexor completely off
0: i there was a there was a couple month period in the summer i thought it might happen but that's because like the the like wrestling journalists seemed fairly certain it was going to happen and then something shifted around november and i'm thinking rock started hemming and hawing
2: yeah, I never thought it was going to happen. Uh, it was just like, no, this is this is not something that is going to be and, a.
0: And it's been extra quiet you know, on um, that front, and like they're talking more about how, like, I feel like if you were confident it was going to happen, you, you wouldn't have a backup plan.
2: I would, st- I would think, and you know, grain of salt here, but I would think that you would ha- try and have a backup plan, no matter what, like just in general, you would have a backup plan and say. Okay, this is what we want to do, but what if it falls apart? You know, what if what if somebody gets injured or something like that? What is our what's our our backup plan and what is our um you know, what's our pivot date? What when is too late for us to do this?
0: Like mm-hmm. if, if he had been doing like some of that stuff for Black Adam and he was noticeably trimmed down, I would have more belief in it. Because I think I mean, I'm being generous here, and I'm not like a training expert or anything but I would think I would think to resculpt your body down into like wrestling shape would take at least six months, and he's pushing fifty, which probably makes it even harder to like do that
2: yeah i mean look it, i don't i I can't swear to it, but I don't think I've ever heard him claim to be you know all natural or anything like that because no, he's not he's he's not he's just not but
0: no you can't look at you can't look at the rock from 20 years ago and today and say that's <clears> natural yeah yeah no
2: even even if he worked as hard as i'm pretty sure he
3: does work wouldn't mm-hmm. matter just wouldn't matter uh um, i will say can i can i interject something really quickly yeah um it's I don't know what's happening, and I guess it'll be like we'll find out about it in the next few hours. But uh, a lot of people like Brian Alvarez are now reporting, like, as we are doing this podcast, that like monster news is quote unquote imminent. And I don't know what that is. Uh, people don't know. There are some people like uh, the rumor is that they are going to sell to Saudi Arabia. Oh my gosh. But. That's just like a rumor.
0: What yeah. I think
3: is probably more realistic because there was another uh, tweet from Brian or somebody else that are, says that basically that said is that everyone, because NXT is, we're recording this on a Tuesday, NXT is being recorded right now. The tweet was that everyone uh, for NXT production is on their phones right now. Like they're getting some sort of information. Uh, my theory is. It's not necessarily a Saudi Arabian one. My theory might be that it's it's happening now. Like Vince might be back as head of creative
1: Mm -hmm. now,
3: and that may be like conveyed to them. I don't know. That's my theory. My theory is that like Hunter may be out like now. Like this NXT show might be it that's my theory that's just my gut feeling I, I, the Saudi Arabia thing might happen but I mean if honestly right now if like a sale was, was going to be happening and they were the ones who were going to get the sale it's like paperwork is still it would still take time to get paperwork and stuff done it's no, not it, takes,
0: it takes a while and they were yeah. but
3: you know, and by a while, I mean, like, it would probably take weeks to months for a, yeah. a deal to Yeah, and they would so.
0: – well, they they'd have to, they have to talk about things there. Because the thing is – because I just went through this to my company, but so if – there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. Like, they have to agree to pay all the shareholders a certain price for their stock. Mm-hmm. So um, – that that takes a while. But I was gonna say my secret hope is I don't think it would happen, but I would love it just for the lulls and all of the cope that would be going on, but for Tony Khan to buy it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I I mean he might have enough money.
0: I don't think he has enough money, but so he has enough money that he could leverage enough money to get
2: it get an investment group going. Yeah. And then he could he could go on camera and smile and go, I own wrestling.
0: Yes. He could do the whole I'm gonna inject this with deadly poison and just have a Bullet <laughs> Club logo poison. on the back of his chair.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: The funny thing is they'd probably do better with him in charge, but um, yeah. So I so think
2: here's, um, here's a, I'm gonna go ahead and call the long shot of the big news coming. All right. This is the this is the 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 dark horse in the race the the 500 to one in the odds. Return of Epico. There you go. I was
0: gonna <laughs> say amazing. I was gonna say Vince <laughs> is like I'm the head of creative and Johnny Gargano is fired.
2: <laughs> Those are way way smaller odds. I I
0: had well I had this joke with the guys before we got on that what I think really happened is Vince turned raw on one week and saw Johnny Gargano on his TV and was like fuck this I'm coming back. <laughs> who's that why
2: why is he back on tv I, Anderson, get, oh he's dead if,
0: if people are on their phone i think triple h is out i, I tend to agree with you i, I want to up. say i i've hated triple h for a long time i've hated him for having the racist win i've hated him for injuring jim ross and it would be it would be so sweet to me that he thought he finally got what he wanted and to have it just pulled away from him after just getting a little taste of it. Mm -hmm. It would make me so happy if that's what happens.
2: Uh, Man, I, I I don't know about you guys, but I could do with not living through historic times for a little bit. (laughs) I could do with just, just a little bit of
0: boring you know i mean i mean his product was boring as fuck so i mean this is more That's interesting than anything not he's what done i mean six but, months yeah i think i think the saudi arabia thing is on the table but i think it's going to be disney or universal maybe comcast or something but i think i think the problem is it's probably going to be saudi arabia because like we talked about earlier all that hollywood money's drying up
2: I would think that the biggest reason that Disney, Universal, Comcast, whatever like that would go for it is because it is a product with a very stable audience. And it's an audience that has shrunk, so there is potential to grow it, but it is stable.
0: See, Disney would love it because... Bob Iger loves buying up properties that um, are primarily male demographic and then chasing all Mm -hmm. the men away, trying to appeal to women and then just driving it into the ground because that's what they've done with Marvel and
3: Star Wars. Uh, I do think that either Disney or I I would think that NBC would it would be much more attractive to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the reason is because of those rights deals, like those rights deals are coming up. Uh, soon, I don't think they're coming up like this year. I think they're coming up, but they're coming up within the next like couple years. I think by 2024, they're coming up mm-hmm. and it does make a lot of financial sense to, for a, a company like NBC to just buy the WWE, even though they'd have to pay like a few billion for it. Like it, yeah. it makes a certain amount of sense because,
0: you can put it it's, on your stations and have like yeah it's, a draw. it's
3: just it's absolutely just like content that you can just put out there yeah. and it will make money like the, it you know the the wwe at this point it's almost like stuff that happens behind the scenes it's like it's almost like it's too big to fail like it will continue to make a certain amount of money unless you like you don't even as long as you don't muck it up too much you don't Get your fingers in it and meddle with it too much, yeah. like it will just chug along like the well, train that it is, and if- they they wouldn't have to pay those rights fees. So I think Meltzer recently said like the rights fees are like anticipated to be like like seven hundred million. So right there, it's like okay, let's say you have to pay like six billion for the WWE. You're not gonna have to pay like for example seven hundred million. No,
0: you d- for but you rights. double and- you double dip you. So mm-hmm. if you're Universal. You keep Raw on USA Network, you don't have to pay for that anymore. Then you mm-hmm. horse SmackDown back out to Fox. So you double mm-hmm. dip because you're not paying for the USA show anymore, but you're still getting the rights money from Fox.
3: Yeah. I think that the, I think Meltzer and, and others have said, like, if, if, if in theory, like gaming it out, if NBC was to own it, was to buy it, like they probably, it would probably not remain on Fox. Like it would go to like NBC.
0: See, I think that's dumb. I think you, I think you take the rights money. In that instance, because you keep it on. Well,
3: Fox. I don't know that Fox would like want to do that. They might be like, "Well, not we're not re-upping it. You own it. Like you can just put it on your own network." They might mm-hmm. not.
2: They, they might. They might not. But on the other hand, if you put that out there and say, "Hey, you know, we're still willing to license this. That's been consistent ratings for uh, everything," then you can foster competition with other networks too maybe i'm being short-sighted about it but it, it seems to me it would be more attractive to do it that way um but i would yeah I, with the existing deals i would suspect that the people who have the pre-existing deals would go with it you know, we could make some money off this and not be paying money to it would be the the progressive thought that i have out of it um But I don't know. Maybe the Saudis are like, no, we want this for some reason. I'm not exactly sure what, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I don't know what they gain out of it, I guess. Um, Do they they buy it just to have it? Or is it like, no, 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 we're going to run Crown Jewel shows every month. It's like, well, what about our pay per view? Screw your pay-per-views. Well, in which case... I would think Vince wouldn't agree to it because he's looking for somebody who'll buy it and let him just keep running it, Mm -hmm. which I don't think will happen. (laughs) Uh, Here's a comment I just stumbled across. The big news that that everyone's on their phone about, Matt, Mm -hmm. Shane McMahon showed up and opened the (laughs) lockbox two years ago.
3: I certainly don't remember any lockbox.
2: It was supposedly the the leverage that Shane had on Vince about something or other. And then Vince won. So Shane handed it over and you never found anything. It was, it was, it was straight up just the, um, the MacGuffin for the the plot line. Spice must flow. What's in the lockbox Doesn't matter. Um, But uh, I don't know, man.
3: It, It, I really don't, think it's gonna be like saudi i mean that could happen like they could sell it to them but i really i really gotta feel like it's gonna be like news that like vince is back in creative or that hunter's been fired or something like i i feel like that's what we're gonna hear and now i'm trying to like look online people are i think they're just being facetious I can't see the word now. Facetious. Yes. And because there are people like now, like there's like vague tweets. Where it's like, oh, oh, my God, the news. Oh, my God. And like that's yeah. all they're saying. It's like, why won't you tell the news? I think you're just saying the news because now it's like uh, it's almost become like a running joke. It's like, oh, my God, the news. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Like, yeah. like, you know, people are having fun with like, uh, you know, oh, I can't believe this. I'm reacting horribly to it. It's like, right. What is it? Oh, I can't talk. it's like you know if you know, but I don't think people know this <laughs> this we're recording this on uh January tenth yeah uh, and it's gonna air we're dropping it at least like by tomorrow on the le- the eleventh if not really, probably a little bit later but uh we're we're gonna be posting it by the eleventh and that is when there is a big aew show in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If Mercedes Monet, aka the former Sasha Banks, is going to debut. Right. But uh, I don't know why she would not at least like sign with the EW or at least like for at least for a time period. Because you're going to go back to like the fucking mess of the WWE? No. That you just left? The
2: fact with Vince back in charge, that just confirms to me that it won't happen. Mm -hmm. Like, of everything out of the whole thing out of the whole mess if if they wanted Sasha Banks back Vince being there means it wasn't going to happen and you know she just just got out from under that contract went and did made some some big money working shows in Japan you know I, I don't I don't frankly I don't ever see that happening I don't see her going back you know, she's gotten out. She's looked around going, I I see what I'm worth and gotten a taste of not working in that ecosystem. I don't see her returning ever. Because um, of all the wrestling companies I've worked in, the more micromanagey they were, the less I wanted to work for them. It's like you're you're not bringing in people because you see value in having this person on your card. You're bringing in people to just... You're you're bringing in a piece on a chessboard to have, mm-hmm. and you're gonna react this way because I tell you to, and that's what it is. It's like, well, you can go find another rook or bishop then, because I don't, I'm probably overvaluing myself at that. But you know, I don't have to, you know, I don't have to do that. I just not come back next time. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was the the biggest thing that I heard slash read about with Triple H being in charge of backstage was that everybody felt so much less pressure and everybody was so much happier being there.
3: Yeah.
2: up. even if, even if the product was honestly, not really all that different. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't having, you know, your, your, your backstage crew happier be worth a lot as opposed to everybody is looking at their contract end date. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some of them are, some of them are, are going to be lifers from this point. I don't see Seth Rollins or Becky Lynch leaving, but, uh, you know, a bunch of people will be looking at their watch going, all right, you know, I've got, uh, you know, 185 more days. That's all I got to, you know, just marking it on the wall until they can get out. As opposed to it's like, Hey, you know, This is more relaxed. Morale is up. I actually like being here again. But Vince is such a control freak that I'm betting the big news is, yeah, Trips is out.
0: Poor Andrew. Okay.
3: Okay. Uh, You have more breaking news. Uh Uh-oh. Allegedly is from Reddit. The Squared Circle Reddit. uh, Oh, yeah. And... There's a guy who other people I'm seeing in like other places are saying he's like, oh, this guy is like a, a WWE insider.
2: Kermit one two five.
3: Yeah, and what he is alleging is that the WWE has been sold. Which it's wow. like I don't how how is it that it's like Vince has come came back like Friday and it's less than a week and you're already like oh sold. He already uh, had it set up. He already must have had it set up. Yeah. Uh, but. I I guess he could still.
0: I. I mean, he doesn't. The majority of the shares, he could probably. That's probably still legal for him to. Yeah. To act in the company's interests.
3: If, if he's doing this, I think there is something to assume. Let's okay. Let's 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 play like hypothetical. Yeah. If the WWE has been sold. And again, like the paperwork, some extra details it may drag on for a bit, so it may be sold in like effectively in principle, but the finer details will have to be massaged and worked through yeah over they the wouldn't, next...
0: I think when my company sold, they told us when they could legally tell us, but I don't think they signed like the final paperwork for another <clears> six months,
3: yeah, it may take some time to actually like you know, finish it the deal, yeah. but It may, in principle, be sold. Let's just do that hypothetical.
0: The initial agreement to sell under certain terms pending, like, um, checkoffs by, like, government agencies, Mm. you know, internal audits, blah 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 blah. So, the principal initial sale.
3: If that has happened, uh, we can kind of theorize who it was for. Like, people are really hyping, like, oh, it's Saudi Arabia. I think... I, I just was like, I just, I know I just said, like, oh, I think it's probably the Triple H news not If a lot of people are like, oh, my God, the news, that would be like a jaw drop. Oh, my God.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but in this hypothetical, if it's been sold. I think that the, to me, like the fair assumption is that whoever it was sold to, that Vince is probably like going to be back in power. I mean, like on a more long term basis, at least like for a while. Yeah, because yeah. I think that was like one of his alleged like prerequisites and the likelihood that he's sold to anyone who knows a jack shit about wrestling is probably nil. So, you know, he could be like, oh, you need someone like me who knows the wrestling business to be in charge again. And it's like he could just be back in control. I don't know. It's. uh, It's real interesting. <laughs> yeah. I wonder
0: I'm kind of wondering if they do sell to Saudi I'm wondering makes me kind of wonder if there was some clause in that contract for buyout options after so many years. I don't, I don't think know. we know. I don't think that anyone's ever like seen the terms of those deals. Like so some personal
2: Two two quick things from just looking around. One of them is just such a great joke. I have to repeat it. Um, Adrenaline in my soul. WWE has been sold. But the other one is, and that joke didn't warrant a laugh, so don't, uh, but okay, so Triple H is pretty well set at this point, right? You know. It,
0: yes, but the ego shot is the delicious part. Well, but
2: but well, hang on, hang with me for just a second. He's pretty well set. I mean, I would say, you know, he's not, you know, he's not Vince rich, but millions and millions of dollars, right? Just just to hypothesize for a second. What if he turned around, walked up to Billy Corgan, bought the NWA from him and started working on that?
0: I don't know. It if couldn't Billy, get worse. I don't know <laughs> if Billy Corgan's ego would let that happen.
2: I don't think Billy Corgan necessarily has the money left anymore to turn it down.
0: I don't. Well, so it's the problem I have. I, I think the problem I would see with that, and I mean, he—I don't know if he has the business sense, senses. He could be—he could be set for life, but a wrestling company can really eat
1: mm-hmm.
0: eat that money up, and um, that's just a fucking lot of stress, especially for a guy that just had a cardiac episode.
2: That's in, also true.
0: In the last two years, like, I mean, I don't know if that figures in for him, but I gotta think like. I don't know, man. If I if I was cashing out and like my big shot at like running the company blew up in my face, I think I'd just ride off into the sunset and enjoy the rest of my life. mm
2: mm-hmm. uh, If look, if I had that much money, if the Mega Millions dropped tonight and I had enough money, I didn't have to worry about things anymore. The first thing I would do is not tell anybody. But the second thing I would do is say, okay, I'm gonna find a way out of this so that I can. Quietly enjoy my life going forward.
0: That's what pisses me off with Kevin Dunn so much. I mean, I know we shit on him all the time, but it's like, that dude is loaded. Why are you still working?
2: Hmm.
0: Like, go hey, enjoy your life. You're
2: loaded. You're loaded. Everybody you work with hates you. Um, <laughs> the people that watch your product hate you.
0: Just, you know what? Go home. But you, literally, you can. You literally have FU money, I'm pretty that's, sure. Like go...
2: That's the Jim Cornette line right there is uh <clears throat> hey if you don't like it you can go home you're right i can go home and you he, he just go home
0: i just don't now, get it like like that dude doesn't have to work anymore and like what he's in his like mid to late 60s like go i'm I'm not even saying this to be mean it's just like dude go enjoy your life this is the same thing with vince really it's like dude go go yeah be with your grandkids go enjoy your life
2: I, I don't know that Vince is able to enjoy his life.
0: I don't think Vince... I means, honestly
2: don't think he's capable of it. I
0: don't think Vince likes humans very well.
2: No. I Honestly, I think Vince, from his life, is so damaged that he is incapable of doing anything else or behaving any differently
0: yeah, than he does. Yeah, that's always been, like... um, It's always been my theory about him, not recently in his older years, it's changed a lot, but Vince up until like 10 years ago, I always said, like cared about everyone that worked for him to some degree, but he was too broken as a human being to like properly, properly like express it.
2: Express it. it. Yeah. Because
0: like, there's a lot of guys that he's always like had their back financially. And I think like, I still think when he dies, you're going to hear a bunch of stories that were like, under the under the table where some guys like yeah I was having a bad stretch and Vince paid my rent for six months and didn't yeah. want me to tell anyone like I think there's a lot of there's going to be a lot of stories like that lurking under because I think it was and I mean Harley Race only worked for him for a couple years but I mean like he paid for like the funeral
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: like they didn't have money for something He's just like how much do you need and just wrote him a check like I think I think like I think there that person died a, long, a couple years ago, but, I mean, I just think he doesn't understand um, basic human, like, emotion.
2: Interaction. Yeah. So, just to to spitball for a minute, I don't <laughs> think, because we, we mentioned who, and the Saudi deal was one of the big things, but I don't think that... If the Saudi deal goes through, I don't think it's going to do the company any favors, because there are a lot of people who have a they were really distasteful of the deal to do so, shows in Saudi Arabia in the first place. What's going to happen to Sami Zayn now if Saudi Arabia, you know, buys the company? They're not going to keep him around
0: yeah he's he's
2: done you
0: know i don't know if they would stay out of that or if it's gonna like they're gonna like push that sort of stuff because wouldn't wouldn't kevin owens be in trouble too
3: i don't know why Um, specifically because he's been has he been critical i i
0: I thought it might have been some like ethnic thing like sammy is
3: is Kevin, uh, no, I Sammy, I know there's an ethnic situation because Sammy is of he's, he's I believe French Canadian, but he is of Syrian descent, and that's like, so I like think his, I think he is either I think he is half
2: Syrian.
0: Yeah, that but there's um uh,
2: Sammy. Yeah, Sammy's yeah. is yeah.
0: Sammy's is like there's an ethnic component to Sammy, but I I, I yeah. thought maybe Kevin Owens had something like that too, but I don't know.
3: It might just be his association with Sammy. <clears throat> oh,
0: that's true.
3: Okay, uh, I, I'm looking it up. The Wikipedia says that Kevin Owen is a uh, French-Canadian of Irish descent. Okay, okay.
0: he might be uh, okay which,
3: then. But, um, well, he's, I mean, he's best friends with Sami Zayn. Yeah. I, mean, I think he probably, on a lot of moral grounds, like he, along with many other people, uh, would have issues with Saudi Arabia. Maybe I, Did he wrestle in those Saudi shows? I don't, I don't think don't so, know but I, I don't think he, he did. Yeah,
0: but I think he might have been He hurt. may have been critical. He might have oh. been hurt for some of that stuff.
3: Too. Yeah, I I will say like the, the the things are we we really have recorded this show at a good time. Yeah, oh the <laughs> like juiciest reports, of I mean, times. Reports the, are coming in literally as we're doing this. We show. We might have to come back
0: in. tomorrow night and do a second episode. <laughs> oh,
3: they gosh. are coming in fast and furious, and they're coming in like in real time. And the latest thing that is being reported is that. Like the company, it has been sold. Yeah, you know it's gonna be this, funny. Well, these it's... are nothing is official in that they have it has been provided by like the WWE, but there are people that are wrestling journalists, and I air quote that because you know I, I you know have that,
0: the inside knowledge is that it's not a sale that they that there's a new head of creative and there is a mystery egg that has a gobbledygooker <laughs> in it as a new head of creative.
3: Yeah, the the, uh, the latest thing from wrestling journalists is that. The company has been sold. It has been sold to the the Saudis, and allegedly the deal is quote done, and they're just, they're taking the company private.
0: Well, that that I would imagine that. So, um, yeah. So what will happen if you have shares in that? They will agree because cause, cause, um funny story. So when my company sold. I had a couple bits of stock like sitting around, and I got like several hundred dollars because they had to pay us all what we were what we owed and like what they agreed to pay for the stock. So what will happen is they will agree to buy all of the stock at a certain price.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so
0: then, um, anyone in that inner circle is going to do quite well. Yeah. Um,
2: this, this might be for our whole, why is Kevin Dunn still there? The might've had the inside track on this and that's why he stayed put.
0: Yeah. Um, but cause they, cause, cause they will probably buy it for a very inflated price. If I had to ma- imagine, but yeah, I, I, um, if, if it is Saudi Arabia, like I have no interest in anything W D I mean I mean, I haven't, but like, I will not support them out of general principle going forward.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I cannot help but imagine that there is enough people that would just want out of their deals immediately. Well,
0: I think, um, I think, I think the other problem they they, they have is the people they're going to alienate with um, this move are the people they need and their Mm -hmm. audience is just going to start dying out and aging out and they're going to be in real trouble in like 15 years.
2: If that long.
0: Yeah. Man, why... I should have known when they said Sale was going to be Saudi Arabia. I was really hoping it wasn't going
3: to be. I... Honestly, I... I, I'm a little blindsided by this because I would have. I didn't. I'm so distrusting of things in wrestling that I didn't think this is like they were really serious about a sale. I didn't anticipate that Vince could have come back and he already had like the deal in place.
0: I'm wondering. And, I'm wondering if there was some clause in their like agreement that this could happen and he just. And because like he got spooked that the price was gonna go down that he just agreed to he just like exercised that clause.
3: This is this is a, a really fucked up situation. Uh potentially in terms of Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. he would he is not legally allowed to visit the country from which his paychecks may soon originate. Yeah. That's oh man, he up. just and,
0: resigned like last, this last year too, didn't he?
3: Yeah. Uh, and this is gonna be something interesting. I I had forgotten about this, but man, we'll see. I,
0: I feel bad. I feel bad for him. That's that's yeah. awful.
3: We'll see. Uh, years ago, I think it wasn't. I don't think it was any time recent, but uh, CM Punk had called out the Miz. And he was in a tweet, and he was like, go suck a blood money covered dick in Saudi Arabia, you fucking dork. He said yeah. <laughs> he said Yeah that about Miz. And it's like, hmm, because CM Punk potentially would have been returning to the WWE if he got out of his AEW contract. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Now. I, I need. If, uh, um, Saudi is running the show in the WWE. Then it, CM Punk's choices to be a hypocrite yet again.
0: Well, but see, to CM go back Punk, to I have a problem with CM Punk's statement to the Miz. He should have said it correctly. You WrestleMania main eventing dork.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of waiting for that to drop.
0: I just, I that that fact is always going to just amuse me to no end. Because I know, because you know why I like it. Because it it burns the Miz up so bad. I mean, it burns yeah, CM it burns Punk,
2: Punk up. Yeah. Like
0: you know that that is the thing that burns him the most about never main eventing Mania is that the Miz did and he didn't, and that's just yeah. delightful. Yeah.
2: So wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: so uh, we could
2: have been we we may well have been live recording whenever. Uh, the big news did happen, so
0: yeah, we um, might have to we might have to fire up the YouTube channel and start live streaming when stuff like this happens because um this is I almost want to come back tomorrow and do another show because I think it's gonna be like just
2: bonkers yeah I don't know man we'll have to see um,
0: man Saudi Arabia though I'm really not that's that's really disappointing
2: if that's the case then. <laughs> Vince, out of his pride and ego, has, in my uneducated, not real real well-formed opinion, has just shot his own company just so he could have control
0: again. Remember this, too, is the country, and this happened while we were – I think this happened within the bounds of we've had a show, is they were going to do a show – and the government was literally begging them not to go because they had just murdered a journalist.
2: Yes, mm-hmm. that, first, that was the first one.
0: No, that was the second and, one, I think. It,
2: well, and here's the other thing. This is the same company – this is the same country that held some of their on-air talent hostage on a mm-hmm. runway. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The that we know shooter. for a fact happened because the club – live tweeted it yeah well no no when they got when they got out of their contract because remember there was that stand population that like tore everything apart were saying well no it didn't have you know they weren't held hostage because they weren't at gunpoint like there was this big contingent that were like really trying to parse language like to the heart to the utmost to say it didn't happen and then the club got released and then they went on like jerica's podcast they were like no it totally happened that way yeah. Or no, maybe, was it FTR? Or what? No, I think it was the club.
2: I think it was the club, because I was think FTR club. was gone by then. Yeah. Okay, this, if this is the case, that puts a whole new spin on Stephanie walking out, too. Yeah. So, um, gee, okay. We can't just keep recording all night. As, no. as fascinating as it is, but, um.
0: Yeah, so we might have a follow-up episode of this next week.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This this could be All right, so um hey everybody out there. Uh hit us on social media with what you think cuz this is hot takes time. Um <laughs> This is the time when you know make make your voice heard cuz this is a uh tag on it matt you threw
3: me off me that Damn.
0: <laughs> you know that's that's wrong like it should be sammy usi
3: <laughs> i just sent a a joke a meme people have created it was uh sammy uso is all the lead. <laughs> and Like the, the graphic of sammy zayn is it's like well you know it's funny now in the moment but uh that could happen soon enough they should
0: have <laughs> I would have done it with um I would have done him in his El Generico thing and I've would have been like El Usico is all elite
2: or or all honored or something like that and it's like no
0: we got
3: Ring of Honor people that's, but it's uh it's possible that you know El Generico may return from that uh Spanish orphanage that he's yeah. worked, he's been working at the last few years yeah. that's true May see him come out of retirement and could you
0: imagine they get him super hot and then he gets released because the Saudis don't want him and he just signs <clears> up at like his apex with AEW. He sh-
2: he shows up in AEW right now, and they're like, we have got to run with this. And what happens is Sammy run, MJF's in the ring saying something. All of a sudden, someone runs across the ring and boots him in the face with the haluba kick.
0: I have to I, – I give him all the respect in the world for making that Johnny Knoxville thing work. Like, that takes oh, a special yeah. – that takes a special talent to make that.
2: Mm-hmm. And apparently he said he had great fun doing it, so... He it killed don't himself get
0: much for that, like... Yeah.
2: He said it was fun, so... Yeah. If, if, look... We could go on and on and on, but I don't know, this is wearing me out, so...
0: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very tired of my voices giving out, so.
2: <laughs> so everybody, thank you for being with us for this episode. Please hit us on social media. We would love to hear from you on this. And so... In the middle of yet more historic times, this is Shad here with Matt and Brad. We've been in three corners, you're in the fourth, and we will see you next time.